Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Catherine and Tommy. Hey, how you doing? This is the intro. The intro is, how are, how's everybody doing? Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, so we want to get your feedback and your emails and your questions and everything at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Strict Anonymous and download us while well, you're obviously downloading subscribe. us. Subscribe to us um, for you, so you get all the shows on uh, iTunes uh, podcast, but also do us a solid, write us a great review. We got two reviews this week. What did we get? Tommy, you know what? I can't do, like the fact that you don't even check to know, I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> what do you mean? What did are they, we get? Are, are they positive reviews for yeah, me? Yes, totally. Not for you. For you, no. They're just positive reviews. I, I seem to get all the positive reviews. Yeah, you do. Whatever. I think that's a guy-girl thing. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I really do, but that's for another podcast. I want to get into what's going on here today because it's a little bit different. Um, we the, Unfortunately, and I've noticed that this is a pattern, any person that's calling into the show that says they're nervous ahead of time. They flake. Yeah, how do you know? You don't even know, but you know. That's but what I know. happens. Yeah, yeah that's I don't know, but I know. Yeah, the ones that tell me that they're nervous... Every single one of them, I've had three so far, they keep saying, oh, they make a date, they say they're going to call, then they say they're nervous, but they're really excited, and then the day comes and they fucking flake out. What happens? Whatever. I don't know why people are nervous. This is a pre-recorded phone call. I know, but this is actually cool because we're doing something a little unorthodox for our show today, and by her not calling in, you know, something good happens. We actually have uh, a guest uh, in person. Yeah. In our... our what would you say, our um, Times Square studio? Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> we're like 100 yards from Times Square. Yeah, so we have a drag queen here, and we're going to ask him a ton of questions. I've already been, I mean, I made a list of questions this morning, and then when I told my cousin on my cab ride here that we were interviewing a drag queen, because she's a big fan of the show, she was like, oh my God, and she started rifling me text messages with questions. I feel like everyone wants to pick a drag queen's brain because we want to know like the backstory. I mean, you could watch that. What's that show? RuPaul's Drag Race. Whatever, drag Race. But like, yeah. You don't really know like how I want to know like a lot of things yeah. about a drag queen. What's your name as a drag queen? <laughs> I forget. Hi, everyone. My name is Shaka Convict. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> and how I'm super ha- happy to be here. Yeah. How did you come up with the name Shaka Convict? It was between Shaka Convict and Aretha Frankfurter. <laughs> um, and then I got arrested. <laughs> As what, Aretha Frankfurter? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but it's funny that you call yourself Shaka Khan because she's black and you're totally white. You, did you think of that beforehand? Is she really black, though? She's totally black. Oh. Have you ever Googled her? No, of course. I love her, but I mean, you know. Yeah. I what just, does that mean exactly? Why, why does it matter? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I love people that just do shit that doesn't make sense and they don't give a fuck. Like, if you ever watch Louis C.K.'s show, Louis, his wife is totally black and his whites are as, his kids are as white as they could be. And I Googled it because I'm like, well, I don't understand it. Am I missing something here? And he said he just doesn't really give a shit. Like, that's what he does. He doesn't care. That doesn't make sense. And do you I know like he that. directed Pootie Tang? 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, he's great. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about you. Because I just Googled you and saw pictures. And you have a lot of different looks going on. I do. Those wigs, I love them. What wigs? It's all my real hair. That bullshit. You're, <laughs> just so you know, callers, I just want to paint the picture. He's sitting here looking like a total normal dude. Okay. That's right. Are you yeah. hitting on me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that gets me into my first she might question. Be getting, she might be getting sweet on you. <laughs> I do it's like... been a while for Kathy. <laughs> you do have that, like, doughboy thing that I like. Did you just call me fat? No, chubby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I right, like, I'll take it. I'm a chubby chaser. Like, I like nice. chubby beefy but like you could be able to play football if you were in a drag queen you know you got that <laughs> linebacker yeah. body which i think is hot i've always liked it but are you so are i can only speak in terms for myself i don't know what other drag queens do and frankly i don't really care uh i am real gay like as gay as it comes like gay gay <laughs> you totally sound gay i mean please. <laughs> you're, i mean just your voice is gay but you're also gay in real life yeah, even sometimes when I'm not speaking, I'm still gay. Right, but are all <laughs> drag queens gay? I mean, I don't know. They can anyone can be whatever they what want. What do you mean you don't know? Like you're in that world. Like you should know that. Do you know like, every girl that talks on the radio? What do you mean? Right, I don't know every queen in the world. The queens that I know are all gay, and that's if they say I mean. they're not gay, there's probably a, a bigger problem. <laughs> right, so that's what I'm looking for. Like your opinion. Like most people that you met are gay. I mean, it's very rare. You might find a cross dresser, but that's very different than a drag queen, right? Yeah, well, he's got a wife at home that's probably crying. Right, exactly. But what is the difference between a crossdresser and a drag queen? A crossdresser is um, a man typically lives a straight lifestyle, a, Keep going. a heterosexual lifestyle Perfect. that happens to wear women's clothing, typically crappy women's clothing, I'd like to <laughs> add. Um, and they go out to bars and, you know, they, they just look like, you know, that, that homeless bag lady. But that's their <laughs> fantasy. So, you know, let them have it. You sound a little pissed off. Like, do you, do tranny, I mean trannies, I'm sorry, do cross-dressers and, like, do, as a drag queen, do you hate cross-dressers? Like, I don't hate anybody. But, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. I can't stand some guy that goes to H&M, picks up a dress, and all of a sudden they think they're Cher. You know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It takes work. Like, you've been devoting your whole life to this. This isn't just like... <laughs> My whole life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how long you've been a drag queen? I mean, this is your career, right? Well, no. Yeah. What, wait, wait. What did you start... We were talking before. You, you did makeup, though, right? Well, I actually well, have I'm a... Just I Sorry. have a degree in advertising. I sold advertising space for the Baltimore Sun um, for a couple of years. And while I was doing that, I was also at MAC Cosmetics. Uh, but before that, when I was in college, I was the president of our gay group on our college campus. Mm -hmm. And we had a charity drag event. I hosted it, and uh, I'm, like, super, super funny. So then I got hired to work downtown in Baltimore. But were you doing all this in drag? You mean, like, going to class? No. No, not class. <laughs> um, like, when you like were, when did you start doing shit in drag? The first time was a charity drag event. Someone lent me an outfit. You know, I was friends with some drag queen downtown. Someone else did my makeup. And then I, it just clicked. I was just good at it. You right. know what I mean? Oh, interesting. So it's not like something like you were little and you were like rifling through your mom's shit and trying it on and putting makeup on and like you were like knew you were a drag queen. It came out way later. I was familiar with concealer, but uh, for the most part, no, I never like had that fascination to dress like a woman or, you know, do anything like that. I mean, I'm sure in high school, you know, I probably got drunk and put a brawl on or something. Right, but it was not like that was like, oh, because I would think like drag queens would know that that's what they want to be when they're little. I always had an appreciation mm -hmm. for very beautiful women. You know, I'm the total queer when it comes to Cher or Madonna or, you know, any of these diva performers. Right, and now you're a diva. Aren't I? Yeah, totally, <laughs> uh, especially in those pictures. I mean, you have to go to his Facebook. What's your Facebook? Shaka Convict. It's spelled just like the very black singer, Shaka Khan, and then V-I-C-T, so Shaka Convict. Yeah, and you have a lot of different personas. Uh, I have a, I'm pretty consistent, but do you mean in terms of my looks? Yes. I have, yes, I have very different looks. You know, I've been doing it for since I was 19 years old. I cannot stand when a queen has one wig. The whole point of this is mm -hmm. to give a show. Every right. single week, I'm rocking at least five different looks. So you're an entertainer. I think so. But let me ask you this. When you, like, screw other guys... Uh, you know, I may have been drunk in a cab before and never had to pay for the ride. Something could have happened. <laughs> so what you're saying is no just answer the question yeah. like yes i'm sure you've done both right uh i listen the only time i ever truly had sex in drag was with a guy that was just imagine like an adonis coming from the sky and he came into the the bar that i work at and he it was on like donkey kong was he straight 
I, I don't. You know? I don't really care. But, <laughs> but was he? No, I mean, because that's going to lead into my other question, which is like, how many straight guys have you fucked as a gay man or a drag queen? Because we all know. I'm not into the straight thing. You're not. I like You're not real into the converting. Prissy. No, I no? could care less. If oh, I like a big lady boy. So this Adonis was like a, a, a woman man. Very like no. venom, like very. No, like he was masculine. I mean, it was it blew my mind that he was hitting on me. I think I like lady boys because that's what hits on me. But this guy looked like a beautiful like fitness model, and he wanted it, and I took him to Pound Town. In the cab. <laughs> uh, well, a little bit in the cab, and then back at my place. Right, and you stayed in drag. I did, yes. But most of the time, you don't stay in drag. Oh, absolutely not. I, I mean, I'm very much having sex as Philip. And you're meeting dudes as Philip. That's your real name? Yes. Okay, it doesn't have to be your real name, but it is your real name because we're strictly anonymous. We don't really get people's real name, but is that your real name? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're looking to hook up through our show <laughs> and somebody sees you and they want to send you a, ma a message. You hook up with guys, like, so you dress and drag once a week or whenever you're working and then Four you go out as Philip. So you have, like, two personalities. Uh, yeah, doesn't everyone have a like a you know a little bit of a different personality? I have like eighteen. <laughs> Everybody, I think if you're a real person, no, I think if you're a real person, you have lots of different parts of yourself that doesn't that doesn't make sense, right? I, mean, I just happen like to have two closets. Right, with two different right. So you have guy clothes and girl clothes. I don't really think of my drag even as girl clothes. I mean, my clothing is so over the top usually that. There is no real woman that dresses like this. Maybe a few girls up in like Harlem. Right. <laughs> but as a man, do you feel for women with makeup and all that shit considering you have to put it on? Like, do you enjoy your days better that you don't have to put all that shit on your face and get all decked out? Or do you enjoy that process? I'll tell you what I enjoy. The attention. It's so worth it to throw the heels on, to throw the wig on, to be two hours in makeup because I love the attention. I was an only child, so I guess it's, it's playing itself out. What are your about your parents? Do they know that you're a drag queen? Absolutely. Yeah, my mom is a huge supporter. You know, my dad's okay. Uh -huh. he's, he's as good as he can be. I grew up like in a trailer park. So for a guy from a trailer park, he's great. Right. <laughs> You've done great. Or he, oh, he, it's great that he actually is supportive. Yeah. Because he's from a trailer park. Oh, I get it. So, but your mom lo is, is cool with it. She's a, she loves drag. Oh, she She's does. probably the reason why I, uh, why, why I kind of was so comfortable getting into drag. I mean, she's kind of a drag queen. Your mom? She wears a lot of makeup. Right. Well, most women do, no? I mean... You she, mean like, wears Kardashian makeup. Yeah. Oh. Tommy told me something about your mother, <laughs> and I want to know if it's true. He started to talk about your shit before we got on the air, and I'm like, please don't tell me because I want this to come out on the air, but it's so fascinating. I'm going to bring it up if you're not going to go there. He told me that your mom's a nudist. Uh, I didn't grow up with her being a nudist. She met a guy recently, probably five years ago, yeah. and uh, he took her to a nudist colony. <laughs> And she literally flipped her shit, s has since sold the house I grew up in, the house. The trailer. wide. The, <laughs> and, uh, the truck. This is the funniest part, though, is they bought a triple wide, which I didn't even know they make, at the nudist resort. So she's just, just free balling it now. And now she, and how old's your mom? Like, she just loves to be naked? Uh, my mom is 62. God bless her. Wow. And God how old her. was the guy that took her to the, the nudist colony? Um, it, this is funny. It's actually a, a nudist retirement community. That's so awesome. <laughs> my mom is I kind of I think like I want to be like that when I get old. My mom is kind of the young hot piece. Right. So he's like in his 70s. Right. So yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. I, w that's what, I don't want to be a swinger. I want to be a nudist. I just want to be something weird. But you have to understand that what I heard with all old people, they're all getting it on like hard or really fucking hardcore. Like yeah. Seriously, they say that the biggest um, amount of STDs are in old age homes because they're all fucking each other. And what do they care? Exactly. Why you know did you I mean? go That's to that line of questioning from, from my mom to STDs? I don't like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but your mom, so your parents are obviously divorced. They were never married. <laughs> they what? <laughs> they were never married. Oh, they were never married. Hence the trailer park. Oh, so you just live, you grew up with just your mom. I, I grew up with both of them, you know, right. separate housing. Right. And where did you learn how to do your makeup and everything? Like, where do you, I mean, that day that you changed into those clothes and shit, did somebody turn you on to that? I'm a pretty quick learn, and the person that did my makeup was, you know, I just, I just watched them. And after I got, you know, the first time I did drag, I never thought I would actually be doing drag. as Certainly not a career. I was in college. There's no clown college. Um, right. <laughs> for drag. Right. But, uh, you know, I just picked it up and I realized that if I'm really going to do this, then it's something you got to learn. But do you date? Do you date other drag queens? Have you dated other drag queens? Or is it like a competitive <laughs> thing? You seem like it would maybe be like a competitive thing. 
Uh, well, it's called a kai kai, just so you know. Oh, what's a kai kai? I've never heard that. A kai kai. I never heard that. <laughs> is when two uh, drag queens get together. Right. And it's that's what they're the, the act of having sex in drag with another dragon is called kai kai. Have you ever kai kai? Hell no. That's All disgusting. All right, you never have. Why you think that's disgusting? I bet you other drag queens don't. Th- I wish we had another drag queen here. Because I feel like I wonder if other drag do most drag queens think kai kaiing is disgusting? I think th- I think I think you really hit the uh, the nail on the head with the idea of the competitiveness. Yeah. So I just don't think it would work. But I know a few drag relationships that you know work out enough. Right. I feel like a kai kai is like incest. Well, no, it's also because if you're <laughs> it is yeah, I think it is like incest. The drag no, community, but it's also you know? like goes against their desire because if they're mostly gay, they don't want to fuck someone that looks like a woman, right? You want to fuck a guy. You want someone that look like a guy, right? So that would take away from the gay thing. So you'd have to be like a cross dresser that's straight, right? To want to fuck someone in drag because they're in, it's a looks they look like a girl. And where do you get your tits from? Like you don't have tits right now, but you have tits in all your pictures. Uh, well, that's could I could you teach me how to do that? You so actually have a nice <laughs> rack. I was no, admiring I your rack. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But how do you make your boobs look so big? Uh, it, the same way you contour a cheek, you contour the tit. Uh, and also, I have a pretty high <laughs> calorie diet. So you have like you have so like I, B I, so cups. Have answer, yeah. You have B cups and you just push them up and you got, wear like I got a B cups as a boy. Yeah. Right, and then you push <laughs> them up with like because your tits look huge in all the pictures. Yeah, you know I have a dope undergarment that kind of smushes them together, and then also I wear a ton of makeup. Right over here to make it all so over my chest. Yeah, some queens don't do it, but I think that it adds to the illusion. Yeah, I, I saw you know I, I see Shaka and drag, and I I think the way you do. The airbrushing, as opposed to some of the other drag queens, it uh, it definitely <laughs> from afar makes it look like you got huge tits on. Totally, like I mean they look like double. You D's. walk you in g- and you're like, oh, fuck. and then you get up. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> over oh, there. and then you could see that. But like you got to be like right there, and you're like, right. and if okay, you're kind of drunk, like on. most people are in the bar, they don't yeah. fucking know, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't stand when people grab them though because they don't realize it's makeup. Right. And so, and then when they get touched too much by the end of the night, they're kind of like <laughs> they disappear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they disappear. Do you? Um, this is a question for my cousin. Mm-hmm. She wants to know if you get hit on by a lot of straight guys when you're in. I, I not as a gay man because that's a whole other show, but as a drag queen. We I work with straight a lot guys. Of, I work with a lot of girls that are a lot. The the term is fishy, meaning more feminine. I definitely try to go more the persona. I think of myself as a drag comedian, mm-hmm. and you know. You know, what I do in, in nightclubs, when, you know, Wednesday nights, I host a show at the Ritz called The Real Deal. And then I'm a host, but I also sell Jello shots. And, I, and <laughs> <laughs> whatever They're it takes. Good. <laughs> whatever good. it takes. It totally. Okay, go on. Uh, so I have this com- comedic persona, and I'm telling jokes, and I'm busting balls, and I'm taking names, you know, and I'm doing this whole thing. So I don't feel like that is frightening for straight guys to, 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 to you know, come in contact with, period. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, there are some other girls that love that attention. And, uh, you know, they're, they're called working girls. Right. And by girls, you mean other drag queens. Drag queens, queens yes. Right, right. You're not one of them. I mean, you know, I would turn a trick. It depends on how much money do you have. All right. Then I'm going <laughs> to ask as a, as a as straight guy, because I know I've been to Tommy's bar years ago, and he would, like, point out to me all the guys sitting at the bar, like, at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock after work that are guys that, you know, are making their way home to their wife and their kids, and they stop by, and they live, like, these double lives. As a gay man, do you – because we haven't had a gay man on here yet. Um, as a gay man, do you get hit on by a lot of those kind of straight guys that are living that double life? I think I just put it out there that I don't want to be a part of that. It creeps me out. Like, be who you are. Right. If you're a fag, you're a fag. If you're straight, you're straight. Someone's going to love you. You know what I mean? So I guess I come from the place of no (laughs) when it comes to those men. So you don't get a lot of that? I think I put it out there. No, I don't want that. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm not knocking on anyone's doors. (laughs) If you want to come to my party, you know, So what, you know, I, I obviously, you know, being an owner of a gay club, I know a lot of the answers to these questions, but I'm going to ask him because our listeners obviously don't know them. But where would you say, besides just going out to the bar, where would most of the hookups come from this day and age? The forget the gay hookups, you mean? Yeah, this iPhone right here is, I think, the number yeah. grinder. one hookup. Grinder. It's grinder. It's scruff. It's hornet. Uh, it's Tinder has is gay now. I mean, it's like it's so easy. Yeah. It's dial a dick. Right. 
I think, yeah, I think most, I, I have a feel like I always tell a lot of my like real player straight guy friends that they'd be much better off and more happier if they were gay because get like women are not going to engage like sexually mm. with a man the way that gay men engage no, with each other. I mean, you're lucky to be gay because your desires are equally matched to the person that you're, you're meeting. You know what I mean? Like the shit that happens in the gay world would be considered rape in the, in the straight world. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you a story. That's this is a fucking gay story okay my friend <laughs> my gay friends on a bus okay and imagine this is having a straight girl my gay friends on a bus going someplace and he sees this guy and he's gay and they start looking at each other and they're winking at each other and the guy takes his cock out and then the guy lo- and my friend looks and then he starts rubbing it and then like they do this thing back and forth and he takes his cock out and he shows and then that guy gets off the bus and then he follows him and then he fucks him now i'm sorry if i'm on a bus and some guy's like winking at me and then takes his dick out and starts jerking. I'm going to call the police. Jail. Yeah. Yeah. But my friend followed him off the bus and went to his house and fucked him. And that's how like it works in the gay community. How come your friend never called me back? <laughs> he hangs around. <laughs> <this> <laughs> <era>. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I, I mean, I see them in the clubs on on Grindr. And it, I mean, it has like a GPS locator. It tells you these people are like. A foot away from you, ten feet away from you. But you guys have caught up. Tinder. I know girls who I'm pretty sure, you know, you might call them whores or whatever. But no, we don't call anyone whores on right. the show. <laughs> These anonymous whores. Right. But I'm telling you, <laughs> Tinder is the people are on there straight up having sex. And it's scary because could you imagine being a woman in New York City inviting a guy? I mean, at least I'm another man, so I can sort of defend myself or hit him with a wig or something. Yeah, but that all happens when you're drunk and you're not even really thinking that. Because I used to be promiscuous. I don't drink for the past 10 years, but I fucked a lot of guys when I did. And it's just like that shit kind of just happens when you're drinking. It just does. Why? What was that face for? You gave me a face like, ew. (laughs) I have no STDs. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, no, but I mean, so I think most of those girls are doing it when they're wasted. You know what I mean? So you're not thinking. still scary. (laughs) I know, but you're not. But you know what? Most girls don't wind up getting. I never got robbed. I never got raped. I never. I mean, maybe some things I would consider rape, but I don't because, you know, you're fucking drunk. Now, let's ask. Let's get to the meat and potatoes here, because you know. What do you think is the meat and potatoes of a drag? I bet you. No, I bet you. Some of the listeners want to know, like, what was like some risque stories, like, uh, you know, working at the bar and then met someone that night and walked into something, or you know, some story that kind of sticks out in your mind that even would make you sit back and say, "Wow, that was pretty fucked up." Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> well, I told you about the Adonis. I mean, that was pretty hardcore. I mean, it started in the bathroom of a bar, and then boom, you know, I'm bringing some crazy guy home that wants to have sex with me while I have a wig on. Yeah, but girls do that all the time, too, though. I'm just telling you. Well, I topped. Do girls do that? <laughs> some girls, actually. I was never into that, but yes. Um, I worked at a bar that's since been closed. It's called Splash. And it was in Chelsea, and the thing about it was the cab drivers that came there to pick up anyone kind of knew the deal and there were numerous times when the cab driver would just beg me to sit in the front seat and just like you were talking about you know i was at i was the drunk sorority chick all right so this one time i actually even knew his name he um he picks me up from the bar and he's just like you're gorgeous you're beautiful and i'm like thanks is that front seat available like i was the aggressor we're driving in the car and i just I just go down, let's be honest. So, like, my wig is bobbing. Oh, you're talking about the cab drivers are hitting on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. They would would deliberately go and sit out in front of the gay club to take a drag queen home. Okay, but so, I don't know. This is confusing to me. And I, but we want to continue with that question because you say you don't like straight guys, but are these cab cab drivers like flaming gay guys? No. You, who knows what they are? It's not like they're they like straight a guys. So you fuck straight. Yeah, the, these are straight guy stories, by the way. Remember, I asked oh. you before for some. Do straight guys hit on you? Yes, Kathy. Cab drivers hit on me all the time <laughs> when I worked at Splash. Okay, but anyway. But see, this on. is you know this they're fucking straight, by the way. Oh, <laughs> really? If you're banging cab drivers. You don't like cis. Don't. I haven't rarely met a sissy cab driver. Well, I guess I, I think of it in terms of differently. And also, I haven't really – this was when I was younger. I had first moved to the city. The reality is is that I didn't care if he was gay or straight or whatever. I was drunk and ready to go. Totally. That's a lot of people, drunk people. Okay, so, so we, you would get hit on by crowd, cab drivers, and you just go in the front, and you just blow them while they're driving? Usually I'd wait for a stoplight. 
Okay, but please <laughs> tell me that they didn't make you pay for that fucking cab. You, uh, <laughs> no. Loser. You're a loser. Really? You blew him you and paid him? And would you tip him too? Uh, oh. oh my God. God. No, but this is not going well for me. <laughs> I, they, I, I have had one ask one time like about the fare, and then he said, well, how about just half? And <laughs> oh my God. So that was your big break. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine the story the cab driver was like, this is great. I took someone home, they sucked my cock the whole way, <laughs> and they paid me. And it <laughs> was a dude. I'm sure he leaves that out of the... Out of course of the he leaves the, the dude part out when he's this at is the why I don't do Pakistani that. restaurant. No, see, these are the kind of stories I find <laughs> fascinating. Not when you're fucking real gay guys, but when you're fucking cab drivers. I'm wondering how many cab drivers I've been in the cab with that like picked up a gay guy at a place and let him blow well, when he was driving. How about this? How many times you, as a woman, you know, an attractive lady, been propositioned by a uh, a cab driver on the way home never never ever ever no that's the vibe you put out though just like i'm not really into the straight guy thing but it happens you know how many cab drivers did you fool around with <laughs> well when they started charging me then i <laughs> then i got just i got deterred <laughs> no seriously how many cab drivers i <laughs> i would say probably i've had that that experience i guess which you're really interested in that drag queen fucking a straight guy maybe five to you know, thirty-five times. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably about five times. Honestly. Five times yeah. for for real. Oh, so and including you're in drag. the Adonis. And you're in drag. At the time. Oh, okay. So those guys are pretending it's a chick. It's kind of like Tommy got blown by a tranny once. So it's kind of like maybe the same thing. Am I allowed to say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you okay. know? <laughs> what? Yeah, he knew. Oh, and just so you know, we have a lot of guys on the call that call in that have done that. And I have a lot of guy friends. Like once I found out this is something that guys do, I found out a lot of guys have gotten, straight guys have gotten blown by trannies. So maybe the cab drivers, it's the same thing, Tommy. Like they see your fake tits. They don't know that it's spray paint. Well, and maybe like, they Blow know. Me. And they're looking at the back of your wig and that's like enough for them. Yeah. I think we're focusing too much on a, uh, on, on <laughs> we're, we're pretending like it's like this whole psychology. The straight that's guy what our show is, about, is dude, drunk. By the way. <laughs> and that's what he we just love. wants to throw it in a warm hole, let's be honest. Right? I mean, I think we're I think you're giving men way too much credit. Yeah, maybe I am. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you these questions. I like to ask those questions because like everybody thinks differently and some people don't tell the truth. Maybe you're just being honest. But I think maybe it's that you look like a chick and you know, they they need maybe that a little I mean, as a straight guy, as Phil like what I see right now? How many times have you gotten a cab? I'm not a straight guy. Okay. I mean, as a straight guy, meaning straight, like not in drag. How many times have you been in a cab and they pulled you in the front seat and you blew them like this, looking like this? Never. Zero. Right. So I have a feeling that it does have to do with the, the drag. No offense. I mean, oh, I, no, I, I think you're absolutely the right. Female impersonator. Right. I think it's more than a female impersonator, though. I think it's like the epitome of femininity. That's what drag yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the exaggerated. Yeah, that's femininity. What I mean. Yeah, so it's no different than the guy getting blown by a tranny. He might not get blown by filth, but he might want to be blown by Shaka Khan. Vict. Yeah. yeah don't, Shaka yeah, Khan I don't want to get sued. Vict. Vict. Yeah. He oh, you can't. Trademark <laughs> infringement there. But yeah, Shaka Khan probably needs the money. She might just fucking sue you right now. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, I got to say, though, and I don't know, you, you can agree or disagree, but I think the whole drag profession has gotten a hell of a lot more popular now that it's like on like mainstream TV, like not just RuPaul's Drag Race, but it's just becoming more and more popular because I couldn't right. remember. I mean, would you remember in the 80s or 90s like drag queens? There was one Dame Edna being right. as popular as they are now. No, anytime anything gets into the mainstream, it's yeah. great for people because it, it makes like your community well known and a little bit more accepted, right? Like I mean, how did how has it changed your life as a drag queen with like the whole thing with it being on TV? If one more bitch asks me makeup tips or she's a young drag queen that wants to start off, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running a charm school. No. What I'm saying is that so many more little gay boys now want to be a drag queen. Right. Taking my damn jobs. Right. And so you <laughs> yeah. are competitive. So you're seeing, you guys are competitive with You're definitely seeing like an influx of drag queens. You know, you can look. I, I remember going to a gay bar and being like, oh, my gosh, that's a drag queen. And now you walk into any gay bar in Hell's Kitchen or New York City, for that matter, and there is at least three queens. Unless it's a bar that doesn't really support the, the drag queen thing, in which case, like, I'm not down with. It's, it's very odd to me, that whole, you know, that 
that subculture of um of of the gay world where they're like oh, no drag here you know no no feminine guys I think that's really odd. Does that exist? Absolutely, yeah. Do you wear high heels? I'm just looking at your weird shoes. You have these. Weir- I've never seen those in it. Did you? Jeremy Scott limited edition Adidas. Yeah, oh, they're Adidas, you. but they have wings on them, like yellow wings. That's pretty they're cool. Like so they're like chicken shoes. Yeah. yeah. In, case, in case it gets too real, I can run away. Yeah, it's so interesting. But do you wear high heels? Yes, but I also my persona is really loud, and sometimes I will wear my sneakers. But I think it's those funnier. sneakers. Well, no, I actually have crazier sneakers than this. Right. But, uh, I mean, this is a little bit of drag. I mean, aren't we always in drag the second we leave the house, really? No. Anyone? No. I'm in no way am I in drag. But isn't that your drag? I mean, yeah, I think you're, you know, a little <laughs> no, bit. No, I think my personality is so you d- have is very drag. Is a, dr- is a drag? Well, I was at the gym. My personality <laughs> is a drag. Fuck you. I'm like, I kind of drag, draggy, like, personality. Yeah. I like, over the top, like, loud. Yeah. That's what I mean. But So I actually try to... To avoid people sort of knowing kind of how weird I am, I try to dress very plain. I'm like one of those. I can see your boobies right now. You're in pigtails, giving a little flirty <laughs> yeah, smile. Come no, on, yeah. The I, pigtails I think, are because I, I just came from the gym. I only wear pigtails to the gym. Oh, so swear. you're in pigtails and you're bouncing up and down on an elliptical? No, the gym is like my bar. Like, I used yeah. to pick up dudes at the gym. <laughs> that's where I mean, at the bar. Now I pick them up at the gym. That's where Kathy trolls for asses yeah, at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> I don't drink anymore and I don't go out. I'm yeah, she doesn't go out. And so she's like, I got to go. I've never heard of someone so insistent about going to the gym. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. That's yeah. not the reason. And uh, come on. No, it really isn't. So that's your drag. That's your truth then. You know, because you put your, little, your hair in your pigtails. And I you have I a feel, sexy tan. I will tell you, like, when I used to drink and go to bars, like, that was where my ego got fed. That's where I picked up all my dudes. Like, that's, I love that. Now, since I don't have that, where do you go to be hot? I feel the hottest at the gym because I work out like a guy I'm really in shape and no there's no other girl in my area and all the guys talk to me and like that's just where I feel like I get a lot of attention so that is my place to go all right yeah why not you know what we do, all you want, do you want to announce what gym you're at so no. they can see this a buxom <laughs> yeah. blonde bouncing up no, and down no <laughs> definitely not and I've only had two guys at the gym but I like people you know you want I like people guys that are into physical fitness like I like working out with people and stuff so I would like to me too like you do too no I was talking about sex oh <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a boyfriend oh yeah definitely what's your longest relationship Oh, it's a super long. It was at uh, three months. <laughs> really? That I was your longest it. relationship? I would have bet you a million dollars that he's not gonna, he didn't have like a long-term relationship. I don't. I That's mean, okay. I haven't really either, so I'm not dissing you. I'm okay. just saying I get that vibe. Here's the thing is that I always know who I am. I know what I want, and I'm not, I don't want to waste anyone's time. So if there's one thing that I know for a fact is a deal breaker, why would I waste his time? And I think that goes back a little bit to why I'm, not really into like pursuing a straight guy or anything like that because wh- where wh- what's going to happen with that? Okay, where but can it go? when you say deal breaker, you mean a d- you have too many deal breakers for the guy, or you everybody you meet has a deal breaker for you? It's definitely tough to go out with me. I was on a date one time, and uh, we were walking around Hell's Kitchen, and the g- <laughs> and the guy just looked at me and he goes, "What are you, the fucking mayor of Hell's Kitchen?" Because when I walk in the street, you know, I've been doing drag here for eight years. When I walk down the street, inevitably, I'm like, hey, girl, hey, girl, hey, girl. You know, oh, see you at the bar tonight. Oh, you know, $2 jello shots. That's right. <laughs> and it's a lot for a guy, I feel like, to handle. Yeah, you but know. probably some guy, listen, uh, probably some guys would actually be into it because there's some sort of power in that, don't you think? If you're listening, that guy out there, you can find me at Shaka Convict <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, but I'm sorry to analyze you, though. I mean, you could just be, I mean, because I know I have this issue, too. You might just be a little commitment phobic, so you keep those people away and you only attract the one. You know, maybe you just don't like relationships. Like, how do you feel about relationships? I'm completely supportive. I mean, I didn't have a very good, like, like, the only time I saw a positive relationship was when it was on, like, ABC or NBC. Right, me too. That's <laughs> the problem. That's what I'm trying to say. So there's probably a lot of guys out there that would love all that stuff and everything, but you just don't attract them, so you don't know that. That's not. It's like you, you're playing a story out. It's because it's what you think, so it's what you see, but there could be a different story. And I think the other story could be that a lot of dudes or somebody that would actually like that because there is power in that. You're kind of like famous in Hell's Kitchen. Do you know what I'm saying? I have a girlfriend like that and she gets a lot of people like loving her because she's like the mayor of like downtown. It's just the way that it goes. But that's probably because you had a single mom, right? You didn't see them together? Not not often. No. Did she have any long t- any like did you get a stepdad or anything like that? Uh <laughs> um she did have long-term relationships, but I don't think that they were extremely positive. I mean, we're not talking an Ike and Tina situation at all. Right. But I'm saying like like, you know, truly a mature, emotional, and, you know, you know, 
I know I know it was physical though because our walls in the trailer were thin. Oh my <laughs> right? god. My so mom you would is hear, down. Oh my god. So you would hear your mom having sex. Uh, <laughs> no, come on, this is interesting. While to me. while I'm trying on her makeup and, and practicing my drag routines. Yeah, what's weird about that? So you were doing how long did you live with your mom for? How old I moved you? down when I was 17. Okay, so I do math, okay? And so you can never get something past me. You say you're not, like, doing drag until you're 19, but now you're saying you're, like, in the other room listening to your mom have sex and trying on makeup. I was Were joking you doing about that. Makeup? I wasn't, I wasn't oh, really okay, doing sorry. makeup. okay, sorry. I'll cut joking. that out so I won't ruin your joke. <laughs> I'll delete that. <laughs> Tommy's like, shut the fuck up. Um, so you... So you heard your mom having sex with, like, a lot of different guys, or she would have, like, was she promiscuous? No. Okay. No, she had, um, when we moved out of my dad's space, we, I think she was with that guy for, like, 13 years. Oh. But it was on and off. Just because she was with somebody doesn't mean, it, like, just because you're with somebody for a long period of time doesn't mean that it's a wonderful relationship. It of just course. means that it you guys are like, yeah. off and on, yeah. bullshit, terrible thing that you can't get out of. A and lot that's of why times, I've had yeah. very short relationships because, you know, I don't want to waste anyone's time, but specifically mine. Right, right. You have a fear of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> so do you. That's why, that's why I'm saying I know, that's, I admitted like that imagine. before. No, that's no, no, why I'm not, I know. I'm not, I'm not putting it down. No, you just said so do you as if like I'm, I'm pretending sorry. that I don't. Right. Tommy's the only one here that could fake his way into a relationship. <laughs> Me and you are a little bit more honest. Tommy's just as dysfunctional as we are, okay? But he's like read the book on how to be a normal person and he's subscribing to it, okay? <laughs> you... <laughs> You so nice. <laughs> well, if you're going to try to rip me like I'm that. I'm not trying to rip anything. So are you. What was that about? I know. I, ca- I said that before. I have issues. That's why I could see it in you. Okay. You have a fear of commitment. That's just the I deal. I don't think I do. I think that I just haven't found the right person yet. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> How, old career, you? How old are I'm you? I'm 28. Again? Okay. My career is re- it's really tough for a gay guy to date a guy that dresses up like a woman five nights a week. Okay, but he wants to be with a man. Okay, but Phil, I had a relationship when I was 15 for two years with a 21-year-old guy. Okay, you didn't start doing drag until you were 19. What happened, and when did you lose your gay virginity? And have you ever fucked a girl? Two. You fucked two girls, so you lost. Shout old out were to you? Mary Lou Bailey. Okay, how, when did you fuck? <laughs> Any old? relation? <laughs> how old were you when you fucked Mary Lou? Uh, I was, I actually didn't fuck her. Okay. I was uh, 15. Okay, and so was that it your was first everything, girl? It was literally everything but actual like sex sex and then and then i did have a, a girl that i actually went all the way with you know so that was you lost your virginity with women at 15 when did you lose your virginity with men <sighs> maybe my uh probably my first semester in college because where i grew up How there just wasn't maybe? any other you gay have guys. to remember that that must be come on that first time must be memorable in your head not you really I, I actually i do remember i know it's anonymous so i'm not going to say his name but it was all all of 37 seconds <laughs> at, <laughs> at most I was so excited. It was like my totally. first week in college. I do actually remember it now. And I went off. I went off. And For 37 like, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it was the best 37 seconds of his life. You were at the top? Yes. Right, right. So that was, because I would assume if you're, oh, you always knew you were gay, right? I think so. Since yeah. you were really little? And since you're 28, like when you were little, did they have like, was porn on, on like online? Were you able to, like, how did you sort of like get into like, did you get, like, how porn, you start fantasizing? Well, didn't online porn really we're didn't so, start till like 90. We're so much older than you. So I would 96. have to find videotapes to see porn. Like, how did you get your I gay had, rocks off? When I started coming out, I was, a, it was around 15, 16. Yeah. And uh, it was actually to Mary Lou. <laughs> And she was like, I don't think so. Oh, because this yeah. is after you fooled around with her, you told her you're gay? I think she viewed it as a challenge. Oh, my God. Poor Mary Lou. If she was here, she's probably has so fucked up from that. She's just, we trace it back because she has so many issues with guys because the first guy she fucked turned gay. And I don't she think thinks I was it's the her. first. Oh, she was I, a whore. She was around the way, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. Um, I... Uh, uh, Somehow she had like an older cousin or something. Somehow I got a hold of a porn videotape. Right. And that's like the first time I ever saw anything gay. And I was like, holy shit. Right. That looks amazing. Right. And that's when you knew that that's what you wanted. I mean, were you confused before that? Yeah, totally. I mean, do you ever know what you want at 15 to I think most, I think, well, Tommy, you're a straight guy. Yeah. Did you know that you were totally straight? Yes. Right. So I think that you do know. So I think the fact that you were confused was a sign. Yeah, probably. But I mean, just like with Tommy, did you know that you only wanted to be with blondes or redheads or brunettes? No, I knew that I just always wanted variety because, you know, I grew up in 
you know, the what, what would you say, the VHS days? I mean, right. Yeah, that's what I grew up. I mean, peop- the generation before me was magazines. So I grew up in the VHS days. I mean, I remember when we first got our VCR and then, you know, I grew up in the suburbs. So all everybody's parents worked and we would hit someone's dad's collection, you know, <laughs> and they'd be like. 20 kids jammed into somebody's room with a VCR and we'd watch a porn. And uh, I remember everybody was like, all right, I got to go home. And like bikes <laughs> went in every direction, you know. Right. But you saw what you were looking for because there was tits and ass on it. When yeah. you saw like sex between a man and a woman, like you knew that that's not what you were interested in. I don't think it's that clear cut. I mean, do you think it's do you think it's that black and white? It did. Yes. Whole, it didn't turn you on as much. I think for bisexual people, it's not for straight heterosexual. Yes, I do think it's. Well, black I think. And white. I mean, you know, right? we're talking in general terms. Straight guys are straight. Like yeah. they, guys are just they, they just want to be with girls. But like I think girls and gay guys, I think there's a little bit of a gray. You know, there's. Oh, a gray but there's also a gray area with guys too. Come on, I think that I don't there's. Think so. Two, uh, yeah, you don't. What about all the cab drivers that you blew? Well, how do you know they're not gay, though? You know, I think right, they're straight. Or they, oh, yeah, they're and straight. I'm such with a f- convincing woman. <laughs> <laughs> they like big but girls. But they, they're picking you. They're picking you up at a gay bar, so they know you have a cock under there. So on some level, they know. But we don't. We already went through this because Tommy yeah. blew a tranny. Like you're not. You I don't consider whoa, 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 I mean, whoa, I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. I won't delete it. But we, <laughs> that was not the truth. That was not you the truth. You got blown by a tranny. Yes. And you don't consider yourself gay. No, I definitely don't. But she has. She probably had. Well, first of all, she could very well have had a vagina. Yeah. I mean, right. it's not right. like I, I didn't see anything. So. Right. It's not like you're thinking. It's not oh, like I. I was. Guy I had my hand on the cock. What do you think about when trannies? You know, they've they have a full functioning vagina. I mean, at that point, they're a woman, right? Well, it's funny that you brought that up because I was just watching a TV show yesterday called Botched. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like people who have these horrible plastic surgeries. And then they go and this, you know, the celebrity of the show is this panel of three plastic surgeons that basically try to fix what was, quote unquote, botched. Right. So they had this famous tranny porn star on there called Kimber. And... Um, her, you know, she wanted to get her nose fixed. Her tits were too big. And she had her penis cut off. And she wanted to get her vagina fixed to look more like a, like a better looking vagina. And uh, she, it was weird because... It's like a Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, it was... It, it, I, yeah, but the, first of all, the girl was, well, the tranny, but she's now a girl, was a complete knockout. I mean, if you were into California porn star look, she did not look like the tranny, especially after they did everything. But then the guy who was a like labia specialist, whatever, he gave her like this picture perfect vagina. So how would somebody know you're with this blonde chick with huge fucking tits, the body, she had the rib taken out and everything. You, you know what I mean? And. She's got a vagina. Well, we've had guys on that have been into transgender people. What what I'm saying is you would would never know that that was a transgender person. Right. So that's different. That guy's straight. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, you know, I think that there's people that are bisexual men and women. I think the only reason why you don't get more bisexual men you know, copping to it and putting pictures of himself making out with his guy friends when he's drunk is because it's less acceptable. Before it became acceptable for women to have girl crushes, no girl would admit it. And then when it became acceptable and Tila Tequila was on TV, like every girl's fucking bi. And I think that that's, I think you have a lot of bisexual guys out there that just aren't admitting it because it's still a little taboo. Yeah, well, the only reason why I, think it's I personally feel that the, the girl crush thing, two girls, is more accepted than the two guy thing is because prettier. straight white, you know, men fantasize about two women so then you know what i mean that's why it gets you know right but i don't think that you that that means taboo yeah but i don't think that that means that there's less bi guys out there no no, i think it's probably even i think it's promoted as much i think mathematically speaking you i think most people fall in the middle of the gray area it's just statistically speaking it's very rare to find someone totally hetero or totally homo you're totally hetero you're totally homo i am and there is still that experience i had with you know, little Mary Lou. Yeah, but that was when you were young and I confused. I love the fact that her you name were is young Mary and Lou Bailey. <laughs> you were young and confused. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, also, you know, I'm still a guy, and I was 15 and horny. Right. Yeah. So you would just like take it from whoever. Well, give it to whoever. So when you're, so you didn't fuck a guy until you were how old? 19. I, uh, no, I was in. It was my first semester in college, so probably 17, 18. 18 oh, okay. Yeah. So from 15 to 18, were you sleeping with a lot of women, or, or no? You only two. You only flew. I was twice. chubby, and I grew up in a really weird conservative town. So like, so you just jerked off a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought about guys when you're jerking can't off. I remember what I thought. I'm sure I did. Yes, of course you I can did. remember. Come on. Yes, you I can don't even remember. remember what I jerked off about this morning. I'm not asking you. The, normally, <laughs> I'm talking about your formative years. What got you off in your mind? It had to have been dudes. That's how you had to know you yeah, were gay. Yeah, I'm sure. What do you mean, yeah, I'm sure? You're you. Well, you just answered You're the question. You're allowed to know. You know yourself. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you jerked off to fantasies about dudes. That's how you knew, right? I, yeah. Right. Were you jerking off to girls' tits in your head? No. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> you, you cracked the code. Yeah, no, I don't know why you won't like you can't like you say you don't remember. It's interesting to me. I try to like analyze. I analyze people. Did you see the boredom look on Tommy's face? That's because that's I'm doing my <laughs> girl thing. <laughs> um, because I like to find you know your psychological issues. Well, I don't have any. Yes, you I'm do. I'm a complete sane person as any it man doesn't mean is you're not sane. just because people have issues everyone has issues doesn't mean you're sane i don't i think everyone has how can we not have issues when we're raised by other human beings like that are fucked up themselves i mean come on so how do you think the drag thing comes into play because i look at drag as like theater totally but but how do you think that that like my formative years and <laughs> how does, it, I, how does I it all intertwine? I don't think that that I I don't think that there necessarily has to be a correlation between any that that's just probably your calling. Like you want to be, you're very flamboyant, you're creative. I think it's a creative thing. It's like I think you like attention. You're an attention-seeking person. As much as you think that puts other people off, it's what turns you on about yourself. Like I think you like being the mayor of Hell's Kitchen, right? <laughs> and you found a way Definitely to make that mayor. shit happen. You know what I mean? Like, so many people are actors and they're dying for that fame thing. You probably have that in you too but this was a, a a quicker sure way to get you know that part of your ego fed so i don't think it necessarily has to be any kind of cycle i think the issues with you with guys and not having any relationships and you're 28 and you thinking it's because your fucking career like i think that's where your issues lie i didn't say it was because my career i think it's because i'm i'm smart enough to know when it's just not gonna work yeah but i mean i could say that too but there's plenty of smart people that are with people, I mean, are but they you, just big you're stupid? Still in your, you're still in your twenties. You He's twenty eight. I mean? Yeah, we went off on tuna because he had no long term relationships. Yeah, but the guy never got laid. He only got laid once by a hooker. That's a problem. Okay, but at twenty eight, no long term relationship, more than three months. It's fine. I mean, are you trying to make me cry right now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to make you cry. I'm trying to find, just trying to find you to like see maybe see things. Uh, I'm married to I'm married to Shaka convict. Yeah. Right. I'm in, a, I'm in a relationship with that. Right. That fulfills you. No, I'm just saying that that's a fear of commitment. I'm sorry. It just yeah. is. No, it's cool. Um, but um, yeah. Tommy's not interested in that stuff at all. But that's good because probably a lot of the callers are another. Yeah. So take it to someplace no, shallow and, right and now. Well, no, that's fine. And go. What? Take it to Shallowville? Yeah, take it someplace else. I'm not trying to take it somewhere else. No, I don't I think, want, I think it's I good want, when you do that. I, I also want to remind, I want Shaka to promote her nights wherever she works and uh, your Facebook and all that stuff. You want him to promote his stuff? Yeah, I want him to promote his stuff. And then after he does that, I mean, he's going to leave and then we're going to analyze him. I want to be here or for that. For you want to? All right, you want me to tell you what I think? analyzing. Yeah, tell me. Okay. I, so just really I, quick. Yeah, uh, you can catch me every single Wednesday at the Real Deal at the Ritz, forty six between eighth and ninth. We've got two shows. Uh, I'm constantly having sex with cab drivers in the show. That's <laughs> that's basically <laughs> the entire show. And uh, I always have my two dollar Jello shots every single Wednesday and Friday at the Ritz. And if you have a car and you're not going to charge him, you could come to the Ritz <laughs> and pick him up, and he'll blow you for a free ride. <laughs> he'll even tip you at the end. This is what I would discuss with Tommy. And I have no problem saying shit to people's face, so I'll discuss it in front of you if you want. I think it's interesting. It's your perspective. Yeah, you might get insulted, but I don't think that you will because I think that you probably know that this is true. But like, what I would say to Tommy is that I think that what that you're you were very you're very on right now. So it's very hard to get the truth from you because you're more interested in telling jokes and being funny and being in your persona than just being who you are. Do you understand? And that. Uh, for our call, like I like people to be more real and just more themselves. I mm. like Phil. You know what I mean? I don't think we got a lot of Phil on this call. Do you feel like um, 
with comedians though, because I do consider myself a comedian, even totally, though I'm a drag I could queen. Tell. Do you feel like that? Do you ever get to know them? Have you ever seen a real interview with Joan Rivers? Do you know what I mean? Yes, actually, yeah. She did a great documentary where you really got to know her. And I worked, just so you know, my job, I worked in, in entertainment with specifically comedians, like hardcore, like with real, I can't out my places, but like at the top places with the top comedians. So I know a ton of comedians. That was like my job. So um, yes, you can get to know them, absolutely. And they're very different offstage. And they happen to be very complex people. And I think, I don't think that you're not complex. I think the reason why I'm having a hard time getting through to you is because you're a fucking comedian and you're complicated and you're warding me off because that's a comedian thing. They're all little, crucifix. they're all a little <laughs> twisted and complicated, which is what, <laughs> which is what I like about them and why I decided to switch. Cause I, I was working in an agency and working with actors and I just found them to be so vapid and boring. And so I'm like, you know, who in the creative world can I work with? And I chose comedians because I found them to be the most interesting complex deep kind of people but sometimes it is hard i meet someone like you that's like very very on 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 that irritates me because and you find some comedians that are like that but i feel like you're hiding something like who are you really but a lot of comedians you could get past that if you're talking to them off air you might be like on this because you're on that's, air that's so you're like you say acting. that i mean yeah. not to, not to stray away from but it's like i always wondered that you know am i am i asking you this question i always yeah. wondered um you know, you see some of those comedians that are like, you know, who's the guy who is always like uh, the redneck guy with his sweater cut? Um, Jeff, the, or, or, uh, the cable guy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the cable guy. He's obviously not that guy. That's his character. But he always has to be this, you know what I mean? Well, you know that I worked with Gilbert Gottfried. He yeah, was yeah, one yeah, of yeah. our clients. And he's not that same, like he's listened. He he's was a, a maniac when he was on, what was it called, Up All Night? Yeah, but I mean that voice and that thing, that's not him. He's yeah. like a very nice, normal guy off thing. I mean, he still has his quirks and he's not like a total average Joe. He doesn't come off and he's completely the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. But he's not that character because I talked to him all the time because he was one of our clients. So well, That's a little different though. You talk to him all the time. I'm sure the first time you met him, yeah, but this he is still did the voice and was quacking like a duck, right? Right, but I just like to, I just like to, <laughs> he you was know, the duck, yeah. I like to cross people's boundaries and try to get to the real shit. And you're difficult. You're difficult to get. You're hiding something. That's what I think. What do you think I'm hiding? Who you really are. Oh. Phil. <laughs> Phil. Starting to feel a little bit more bisexual right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. You're gonna have to go to the gym and pick her up. I am very masculine. <laughs> yeah, you might have to pump some iron, <laughs> but stay chubby because I like the chubby guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're <laughs> sorry. I think you're yeah, I think you're hiding who you are. And that's OK. I think that's a. I mean, that's but well, we all put walls up, especially when we meet people. for Not the first everybody. Time. Not no. as much as this one right here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I mean, you know, I'm a drag queen. And so I think I've developed my entire career. And really, a part of my life is like literally creating a facade. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is really tough. You know, when you're you want to interview a drag queen. But you don't want to interview Philip. Well, Philip showed up here. You're not even in fucking drag. It's hot outside. I would have melted. Oh, come on. You could have brought a bag and put your shit on. <laughs> <laughs> you're underestimating you're, you're how hard it is to be a drag queen. <laughs> I see them get ready. Oh, really? It's like hours. Right, right. Okay, but I like I, the nature of our show, I'm sorry to do this to you, is to like go beyond. That's what I like to is go beyond that. So you could have shown up here in full drag and I still would have tried to get to know Phil. Well, I like that, though. That's yeah. good. Yeah, it's more interesting. And I think a lot of people like that. Our fans, I think that that's what they like. Yeah, they? but I mean, I could also see Philip's perspective when you're doing something day in, day out, every week on a consistent basis. Because, you know, if it, it, it's a, like a lot of people who are in the entertainment and service industry. If you don't work, you don't get paid. So you're constantly working. So while you're always having to have to almost be on, be on, be on, you're only time off is kind of when you're home or you know what I mean it's I could see yeah, how I could see how somebody when they go out the switch goes on whether they don't want it to go on or not you totally know what I, mean? I was doing this podcast before I got you as a co-host I was doing it with my a female friend of mine who's an, a comedian and it didn't work because she wanted to be on all the time and she was yeah. so it was so important for her to tell a joke because she's a comedian she needs that and it's what she does and it's the validation she, she thinks she's working so she switches into that mode but yeah. i didn't like it because it's like that's not the vibe of the show and i don't i like real people and real things i'm I, it's interesting that you're a drag queen and all these things but i like to know like real people like i mean that's why we i started this show it's a call and advice show because i i think people are just fascinating
like everybody. Agreed. You know, right? I mean, if you really interview and talk to anybody, even the person that's walking on the street that looks so boring, like they're fascinating. You know what I mean? If you well, don't ask give them too enough, much credit. If you ask them enough <laughs> questions, I don't know. I just think regular people are really interesting. That's why we never Every- talk about celebrities really on the show. Yeah. I don't I- like to um, because I think regular people. I think Phil is interesting. I just wish I got to know more about Phil and, you know, and your. Well, maybe you guys can go out to dinner. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, not. No, this is the show. The show is all know, about doing it on the air. I know. <laughs> so are you trying to make a hook up? <laughs> <laughs> I think Tommy always thinks that I have a little straight in me. I do. Maybe Mary Lou. It's the Mary Lou thing. It's Mary Lou <laughs> Bailey. Mary Lou. I'm going to have to call her and be like, listen, you fuck two guys. Are you still friends with her? Uh, enough. You know, Facebook kind of you're kind of friends with everybody. Always. Uh, no, but not I'm really. I'm just tired of Facebook now. I'm I'm just I, I unfortunately I don't ever see that ending but uh I just hate how everybody has a window into I mean obviously it's you only uh you know they only see what you post but it's just uh I don't post anything on there nobody knows anything that I'm doing yeah. as far as I'm concerned everyone in my high school thinks I'm a lesbian cuz they've never seen <laughs> one pic one picture of me with a guy Which high school you were like thrown <laughs> out of 50 of them No 3 I three. was thrown out of 3 high schools um the main high school like the my town high school Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah the other the high school I graduated from they were so fucking wayward they're all like a mess I'm the only like normal one that came out of there cuz I really changed myself because I was wayward when I'm younger, but I'm not wayward at all. What's an example of what? Like, why did you get kicked out of three school? Oh, because I was I was so bad. I was just really bad. I was very rebellious. I had a tough time when I was younger, and I acted out for sure. And uh, I would not listen to anybody. I mean, it started with my parents. They could, no one could tell me what to do. I was very much my own personality. Plus, I was very smart. Plus, I was fucked up. So it, that was a very bad combination. And you put me in a place with rules and regulations and any kind of structure. And I was like, I'm not fucking into this. I hated being a child. It was not fun for me. I like being an older person doing my thing. And as an older person, I'm actually the opposite. I'm like super not rebellious, super like together, super normal. But as a child, I rebelled hardcore because I didn't like to be told what to do. I didn't like authority figures. And I had issues with my parents. So I acted it out and I got thrown out because I wouldn't listen to anyone. But you had to go through that, you know, to become like the, uh, the more introspective adult that you are. 100%. Been there, done that. But, you know, it's weird because I went to this school for people that get thrown out of school. And like a lot of the people I've gotten in Reform contact with. But school? <laughs> no, it was just a school for people that didn't I do well in the main school. Was. I know what school it was. You can't say the name. I won't say the name. But you don't know the school it was. It wasn't the famous one where all the people stabbed each other. I went for the, to the other one. Like there was, <laughs> there was two, and they tested you and took your IQ to see which one you went to. And the yeah. one like where everyone stabbed each other was for the stupid people. I went to the one with, for the really smart people. Smart like, people. I, with my the, IQ yeah. is 140. I was like a genius, and I was put in the smart people that got kicked out of high school. school. Are you Menza? Are you a part no, of it? No, that's not a Menza thing. No. I tried. I took the Menza test. I, wasn't, I think I was a little couple points ahead. I mean, below. Below. I'm not men's as smart. I'm yeah. smart enough to be fucking weird and uh, fucked up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a little, that's when I grew up, I, could, I cannot relate to you at all because I grew up completely wanting to please everyone. Well, yeah, but let me just tell you that that's a different side of the same coin. Both, there are two, you could put two kids and give them the same kind of trauma or some kind of trauma, and there's two ways to work it out. One works it out outward and rebels and does everything and acts out, and one person acts in and tries to please everybody, and that's a whole other thing. And they become a little bit more narcissistic, egomaniacs, and you don't really see their issues as much as you might see someone like mine, but it's the same shit. Different side of the same coin. I like that, though, and you just... you. You called it good. Yeah, it's just the way that it goes. So You should be a therapist. That's why I do this, because I never wanted to. You want to no. know why I couldn't be a therapist? <laughs> no, because ev- all my friends call me up for issues and problems. Even Tommy. Tommy doesn't realize this, but every time Tommy was down in the dumps, he would always call me to talk, and that's the friend that I am, because I am good with advice. But the reason why I can never be a therapist is because you're not allowed to really shove your opinions on people's throats or tell them what you think <laughs> you kind of have like my therapist yeah. is really great she just like goes with me you know what i mean i'm too opinionated to I, be a I, real therapist i get so nervous trying to give friends advice i have, I have a close friend of mine's going through some stuff right now in like a relationship and i always hate you know i you you never want to push your the view on somebody right because it, unfortunately with people who are married or like long-term relationship you you try to help your friend, and even though you know the partner, 
they always get back together and the partner always hates you. Daggers. Yeah. Totally. And you're just like, I, I had that happen to me and it's just an uncomfortable situation. So I, same thing with my wife. I always tell her, I said, don't get involved. And she's like, why? I was like, Girls because. always get involved. Th- no, because they're going to get back together and then we're going to have to go to dinner with people and it's just going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, but I don't necessarily take sot. Like, that's not like my thing. And I believe that people are free spirits. Like, I don't like to um, really rule anybody's life. People could do whatever they want. I help in a different way. And that's why I think people call me and tell me. I'm also very non-judgmental. So my, you never called me up and I told you what to do. You just called me up when you were down. No, to conf- confide in a friend. Yeah, sort that, of, yeah, yeah. So that, so I don't think I really tell people what to do, but I like to try to pe- help people see the truth. I get uh, asked for advice all the time. Uh-huh. You know, I, something there's something about like that that motherly thing with drag, where like I feel like a lot of maybe like some gay guys maybe don't have the best relationship with their parents. They go to a bar, they see a drag queen, and they like just they just ask questions. Oh, interesting. Three weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, this guy came up to me and was like, you know, Marcus, che- I'm, I'm so bad at this anonymous thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I could delete it like, out if you was, want me to. I don't care. Yeah, we'll delete okay. the names. I won't say don't, the don't use names. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he was like, you know, he's cheating on me. And I was like, well, you don't deserve that. You know, fuck that, dude. Like, peace out. I actually didn't even tell you about this. It was, it was three, maybe a month ago. And uh, <laughs> the next day I was, I was here, I was at, um, at work, and the boyfriend came and just took an entire drink and dumped it on my head. <gasps> when and you were at your makeup on? Yes, when oh, I had my makeup on. Oh, fuck. And he just dumped it on my head, and I was just like, okay. So, you know, I got, you know, security, and they, they took him out. And I was like, when you and I can talk about this later. Like, we can mend this. And then, uh, l- you know, he the, and two days later he came and was ap- apologetic to me. It was just like you told him to leave me, and I was like, "You sucked another guy's dick." Right. Like, I what? Mean, come on. I mean, but then I then I realized, first of all, shut your mouth, Shaka. Shut your mouth, Shaka. Right. <laughs> and just, I should have just been like, you know what? Maybe he. Uh, no, I don't see. Uh, no, first of all, that guy was the wrong one in the situation. You just gave. Uh, you had said what ninety percent of people would say to somebody if they said, "Oh, my boyfriend fucked another guy." You say, "Dump him." Like that's what everyone's. I mean, the fact that he threw a drink on your face makes him the weirdo. Like you're not the the wrong person in that yeah. situation. I mean, come on. Yeah. For real. I mean, then I did try to have sex with his boyfriend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm you joking. probably could have. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> he sucks someone else's dick. You need to get even. <laughs> How manipulative. Yeah, that would be great. That yeah, would be a that, good that story. Is, this is tough. That like, would I mean, be a good story. You have a story like that for us? I don't like I would never want to be that manipulative to somebody. Right. I mean, I've, you know, I've like competitively, yes, like I've gotten other drag queens fired. Oh, really? That's not nice. They deserved it. Terrible. They were taking my gigs. No, that's so terrible. <laughs> you literally get people fired? I don't By get telling people you tell fired. Them I got a shit? queen fired. One. Yeah. Okay. So you exaggerate a little because you're like, I've gotten queens fired. So you got one person fired. Uh, no, I've also had, like, I've gotten go-go boys fired. <gasps> <laughs> I don't like that. That's not nice. You can't fuck with people's life like that. I don't, I don't agree with that. I was, I, well, that queen, I actually did, and I did not like her. It's not but, good um, karma for you. Well, you don't know what she did to me. It doesn't matter. People do horrible things to me. You never fight dirty like that. What's fighting dirty? I don't know. Yeah, turning around and getting someone fired? No, you never do. Let them be scumbags. Don't go lower than that. I know, but then you have to work with a scumbag. Who cares? Every that's oh, life. That's life. Got, I look at. I gotta work with Tommy. He's late. He cancels. <laughs> he's so irritated. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He's he's bored half the time. He doesn't I'm even be- want to talk. I'm the, I'm the best co-host. <laughs> okay, and I I have to deal. I don't get him fired. I try keep trying to fire him. <laughs> She's like, I'm but I love somebody him. else. I'll he's be a there. great co-host, and I really like him. So I have to. Deal well, maybe next time I'll try to deal with some other. Yeah, try not to do that. <coughs> but we're not going to get into that because that's boring. Um, so we're not going to talk about you. We're just going to wrap up this. Yeah, we'll wrap we're not going to have our thing where we talk after. Yeah, but let me go on and remind the uh, caller. So if you, you know, this is the first time we actually had a live guest. And, uh, you know, we, we want to hear from you because you kind of drive the the car, sort of say. You dictate how the show goes with your comments. So. Don't forget to email us at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Um, the Twitter and the Facebook, you know, Strict Anonymous. Um, we want to hear feedback from you, the write-ins and stuff like that. You know, the last show we did, we did, th- we read the emails from everybody. Um, so that's also great. We want to do another show like that in a few weeks. So we uh, need to hear your comments. You know what? I forgot to talk about at the beginning of the call, and I wanted to, but we'll do it on the next calls. I got a lot of emails about... 
whether John's a liar or not. Because yeah. we have this guy, John, on the show yeah, who you, fucks a lot of people all, with his Philip, wife. you got to subscribe to the podcast. you got to listen to a couple of them. And write a review. And write a review, yes. No, but, um, and so we asked the listeners, because I think he's lying at this point, might not even, and a lot of people wrote in, which I'll talk about. And we also have a jizz quiz. Yes. We were, I'm obsessed <laughs> with finding out whether guys like to jizz on girls' faces or not, because I have a whole analysis about that, and it keeps coming up on the podcast. So yeah. I posted a jizz quiz. I think like 20-something people have already taken it. So take our okay. jizz quiz. It's on our Twitter if you want to find it or yeah. on the Facebook. And I also want to plug my whiskey. And I did anybody send any pictures in? No. Damn it. All right. So if you do something fucked up with a cold cock bottle, American whiskey. That sounds we're gonna We're going to send you a T-shirt. Um, so it's cold cock, herbal American infused whiskey. It's the only one out there. So uh, send us a pic. We'll send you a T-shirt. And uh, that's we'll be all back I, next that's week all with another got. caller. Yeah, thanks, Philip. Thanks, Phil. Thank you, guys. Shaka yeah, Convict. Shaka Convict. Go to his website. I really want to thank the uh, Australian madam that <laughs> backed out because <laughs> this was awesome, guys. Thank oh you so good. much. Oh, good. We love that. Okay, cool. Cool. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well... Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.